And this is Brandon, a.k.a. Big Daddy. Nobody calls you that. Right. Yeah, and we're here with Green Leather Sofa Podcast. Season 2. Let's get into this episode. Hey, y'all. What's good? What's good? We're back with another banger. Oh, yeah. This is a, this is a pretty big one. Yeah, this is one of the ones that I think we like originally wanted to save for like loving times. <laughs> loving times? Like, you um, know, like Valentine's Day or like Oh true. Okay, I see. You what know, you mean. like is there another love like a low key love holiday? I wouldn't say a holiday, but I would say that like the holidays from like Thanksgiving all the way up until maybe Cinco de Mayo like, so, well no 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 I'm sorry not not that far back uh maybe the holidays up through Valentine's Day is engagement season and then after engagement season you slide into wedding season wow I never looked at it like that because you know I work with a lot of white people and they tend to get engaged at this time and married in like the fall and shit wow Wait a minute, how am I supposed to know that you work with a lot of white people? You work in Lauderhill, right? Well, I work in healthcare. Okay. And <laughs> I'm usually around white people. See, I wouldn't even know that that was the makeup, but okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But it's funny. And, and then I have white friends that like to post on social media when they become bridesmaids and you know, they're invited to a wedding and they're that a plus really one. just shocked the hell out of me. Brandon has white friends. Just saying. I got I got white friends, man. Oh. You know, I'm I'm internationally known. Um, but yeah, I, you know what? I consider single de Mayo for me as a black man that has no Latin roots as a loving holiday. Cause I I, I know I've taken two two um, vacations on Cinco de Mayo. Me too. Right. One of them was down <clears throat> here for the first time. Oh, for the wedding. For the wedding, and it was also my ex's birthday. He turned 30. Mm. And we were down here doing yeah. stuff in Wynwood. <laughs> Out in these streets. Out in these streets. But uh, we're we talking about some other streets. We're talking about the Chicago streets. We're talking about damn near Gotham City. Nothing but, you know, amber lighting and, and rain. <laughs> and then in the 90s, everybody had rain. Shit. It was just a it was just a nigga with a water hose like turned up right, and people singing about rain. Oh man, I think I think the one of the last great niggas to do that do a song in the rain was Ray J. One Wish. Oh, I I don't know why I thought you were gonna say like Omarion, but what, what? Oh, which one? Oh, or a Touch or what? I can't even remember. I don't it think he was ever in the been, rain. It was in Stomp the Yard. That's what it was. No, not Stomp the Yard. You thinking about... Not um, Stomp... You got served. Save the Last Dance. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You got served. Okay, so it sounds like we just need to do a, it was a honey. Black Dance movie. It was Honey. Black Dance movie episode because... <laughs> that's what we're thinking about right now. Low-key, Omarion was in all of those movies. We we just got to discover him. He's like, where's Waldo? Like, he's in the back. Um, but, yeah, no, this, uh, this movie, before we even say the title... Um, we're seeing it again for the first time in a long time, right? Well, I actually saw it more recently than you. Mm. Um, before today. Right. 
I saw it whenever Netflix had it on Netflix. I mean, are we talking a year, two years, three years, what? Probably when we started this podcast. Remember oh, they put yeah. all all the black stuff on there like at the same time? Oh yeah, they tried to get us out of the woodwork and then now they, they got rid of half of them shits. Yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> around that time when we started the podcast is when I watched the movie. So now they won't they won't legit have a black movie unless it has like a white co star like a, what's that Sandra Bullock movie where she was like the mom of like some like black linebacker like the rough side or the blind side or the, the deep side. side yeah but you know lots of people have talked about that that Netflix does that where they'll take a movie where a major like celebrity black celebrity has a two second cameo mm. or one scene cameo <coughs> and they will put that freeze frame in the black from section that one, yes. yes and they'll make it look like it's a black movie so you watch this movie thinking that you're gonna see friggin nika noni rose or whomever mm. in the movie and they're in there for like one scene and yeah. that <coughs> yeah if that and i mean i'm not gonna say that <clears throat> it's like trying to just pull in race because i've seen them do it for other categories as well yeah. Like, for example, if the main character of a movie isn't someone well-known yet. They'll use the star. Exactly. Um, and I think they... Well, no, because I would put Forrest Whitaker and say that he's a pretty, you know, famous actor. Well-known actor. Yeah. Um, definitely highly respected in the black community, for sure. He did, a, what was that? Black Panther. So, yeah. And he did win the exhale. No, but I'm I'm just saying like recently. Oh, 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 oh recently. Yeah, yeah. And if you're trying to pitch this Christmas movie to a bunch of kids, they're like, oh, he was in Black Panther. Well, not only that, but they, we needed someone from the black community that can do the perfect Wakandan accent. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Blake yeah. Panther. And that guy looked <laughs> like he could have been his son. And you know that that same yeah. guy who played the younger version of him in Black Panther played his son in The Great Debaters. Oh, right? Yes. I never even watched The Great Debaters. Man. Isn't is that with is with that is that with um the chick we don't like too much? Who don't we like? Uh Kiki. That was Journey Smollett. Oh then I'm thinking about Achilles and the Bee then. Okay, Journey Smollett. And then The Liar's Sister, right? You said the liar sister. <laughs> <laughs> the one that the one that tried to give my dog Lance the AIDS, huh? One of the the J family where everybody's name. <laughs> you Juicy. That? All the people who have like a whole bunch of kids. They always they, they always alliterate. No, they always have kids with J names like the Duggards and then the. Well, because Smolettes. there's a lot of variations. <sighs> Man, and I can't talk. You too. Because I, I got some kids yeah, with yeah. J names too, but yeah. I only have two. Yeah. I only have two. Okay, no, I'm just checking. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. I think that's low key why you had that conversation about if 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 some weird chance you had to you know you had another one what the name would be, and it was your time to shine and be like it's not gonna be another J I promise. <laughs> it was not gonna be, another, but how do you explain that? And we'll we'll probably have to find a movie to talk about this too. Yeah. Um. But y'all know we do our little rapping before we get into the movie. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, that has to be another conversation for another movie. <laughs> yeah. But this movie is uh, <clears throat> Friend Jones. Yeah. yeah. It's not Love Jones anymore. It's Friend Jones. Yes. Do we want to give them the reason <clears throat> right now? 
We can do that. We can start with that. Because, we can I mean, start yeah, with that. Let's start with it. Because that's what happened with this movie. Yeah. So, in the last episode, we were talking about how sometimes in movies, uh, the relationship that the movie tells us to pay attention to is the romantic relationship between this character one, character two. I was going to say male and female character, but we're in 2022. That's not always the case. But yeah. one character wants to have a romantic relationship with another character and the movies usually push us to see this relationship but when we look at love jones the relationships that should should be focused on are the friendships yeah a hundred percent and particularly i'm going to point out sheila's friendship with every dang body in this movie She saved everybody. Not just saved everybody, but she definitely... She's a loyal friend. And she protected who she needed to protect at whatever time. She she uplifted who she needed to uplift. She checked and held people accountable. Like, Sheila was that girl. That's not who we should be about. I mean, she did everything for everyone. And the only thing I wish is that one of those men would have checked her and said, Nick, where is your nigga at? You, know you claim to have had a dude from the moment we met you on scene and you have been nothing but friend to these niggas, hanging with these niggas, chilling with these niggas, these niggas in your house, these niggas, you know, hanging out with you at the record store at your job. Like, where is your nigga that you keep claiming? OK, so listen, as someone watching the movie. Yeah, I feel like the filmmakers could have shown her man like at least once. Once. When we were in her house, right? All up in her house. Twice. <clears throat> Twice. We could have seen her man at least once. Right? At least a pair of drawers on the floor. However, Brandon, <laughs> right now I am in Brandon's house studios and uh, there's no man. Wait, here. wait, what? I'm just saying, like, friends be hanging out sometimes and the man don't got to be there. Wait, wait, hold on. Stop. Stop. Hold up. Stop. Wait. You're starting this off way wrong. No, you said she got these niggas in her house and they hanging out. They chilling. Right. I'm in your house. Right. Chilling. Right. Where's my man? (laughs) Oh, that's what you're saying. Okay, yes. where's your man? Where's okay, my man? No, He's th- not here. That's different. Okay, that's different. Okay, no. I thought you were saying there's no man here. I thought you were talking about like you expected a man to be here, you know, in my my domain. And I'm like, no, wait, hold on. What? I would not diss you like that in your house. <laughs> what type of monster do you think I am? I was... <coughs> oh, man. I'm choking on my spit. I was like confused. I'm like, yo, what is this chick saying? Okay, no, no, that's different. But like, I'm talking about like this. This movie should it has spanned over a year or two, right? And she keeps having gatherings at the house, and she keeps talking about this man that she has. But there's, we've seen her in maybe five or six different settings with just nothing but dudes. And you want to know why? Sheila's in a long distance relationship. Yep. You just came up with that. Maybe. Uh, but, I mean, it fits. But, it's cool. But listen, like, I'm literally in Sheila 
his shoes quite a bit because I'm in a long distance relationship. Okay. I mean, then say that. I mean, okay. You just saved her. You won. You got a point. What, what you want from me? Like, that's the only thing that makes sense to me. Like, maybe it's in the military the only, or that's something. That's the only thing that can make sense. That's the only thing that can make sense. Because, I mean, she's very... I mean, she's held her her, her um, boundaries with her her male friends. Two of which are womanizers. Right? Yeah. One is married and the other just likes <laughs> white girls, I'm sure. <laughs> So she she feels pretty safe around these guys, basically. Yeah, and they're probably like her brothers. But then, you know what I always say to women that only have male friends? Which, how do how do you take you to women? Oh. And the the all the women that she's met, even Nina, she rolls her eyes at them. No. Like a little sister. No. <clears throat> okay. Okay. I think. Listen, I think she looks at these women like. I know these knuckleheads inside and out, sis, don't. But I can't say that out loud. I think that's what those nah. looks Because like. I've had those thoughts, too. Mm-mm. And I'm not, I'm not going to, like, block a woman from talking to my guy friend. I'm not going to do that. But at the same time, it's just like, you know, he, like, he lets his... Mm, that's nasty. I'm not going to say that on the air. But <laughs> men can do some gross stuff sometimes and just like want to pull him to the side. Like, sis, you know, he does that, that gross thing that I'm not going to say. What, like eat his boogers or something? Like, what are you talking oh, about? Oh, he- that's disgusting. That's you watch. Wait, hold on. You watch niggas eat boogers? No, I didn't watch nobody eat no oh. boogers. I would have popped it out there. Something. <laughs> something. But I've seen some stuff. Having guy friends over the years, I've seen some stuff. And I'm just like, ew, ew. Mm. Gross. Um, but yeah, I just want to tell her like, sis, no, don't. No. But but here's the thing. <clears throat> yes, mm-hmm. she is that centerpiece friend. She is the friend that brings all of them together. She is the friend that, I mean, because as we go on through the movie, <clears throat> I realize Darius has a specific relationship with each of the members except for Hollywood. So I still don't know how Hollywood plays into their circle of friends. He's the only one that's totally different. He's the only one that seems to be like everybody's annoyance. Yes. At least when we were talking about All of them. um at least when we were talking about Q and Best Man, it's like I still felt like people liked him. At okay. Least, like the situation you might be like, Oh, that's effed up, but they liked him. Mm-hmm. And I also felt like the relationship was such that he could say some of the stuff that they, that he said to them and got away with it. With uh, Hollywood, I'm just like, why are they hanging out with this? Everybody seems to have a problem with him. Yeah. Like, is he somebody's brother and they feel like he has to be around? Like, what's the deal here? That's what's... <clears throat> like, I'm trying to figure out whose little brother he is or something. Something. It, yeah, it, it doesn't... It does not fit. It doesn't fit. Um, I'm not quite sure where he comes from. I'm not who, sure who he's close to because he doesn't seem close to anybody. My best bet would have been uh, Sheila was his closest friend. But then again, I still don't understand where their relationship lies. Because I can't see him having a relationship, a close relationship with a woman without it being a failed relationship or failed attempt, attempt you at say sex. You think he possibly tried to hit on Sheila? Yeah. I See, I think that he was somebody else's friend. 
and like a tag along. He was, you know how you have friend groups and then there's like a solid core group and then there are the exterior friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you're still cool with them too, but not as cool. I think he was one of those exterior friends. Or maybe he had a glow up and now he's hanging out with them. He's an asshole, but he used to be a really good person. That could be. Because I can't see how someone as beautiful as uh, Sheila wouldn't be on his his radar at least once. Yeah, but I don't think he would have been able to pull her. Mm. She, okay, so let's backtrack a bit. What age do you think they are in this movie? Mm. Okay. Um, what what year did this movie come out? Um, mm. I know it was late 90s. Like 97? Something like that. 97, 98. You do know the role for Nina was originally written for Jada Pinkett, right? Are you serious? Yeah. This movie wouldn't have hit the same. So it oh definitely wouldn't have. Um, That's all shade, Jada. So <laughs> Inkwell came out in ninety three. Yeah, I believe so. Which which would have only given her four years to kind of hit that. Mm, I want to say that mature streak that she finally got to. Like she looked young for a long time, is what I'm saying. Um, yeah. She would have really had to have stepped it up and had a more sultry vibe to her. Um, I think it was scheduling that 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 cho- that caused her to choose a different role. But uh, Nia Long was perfect for Nia, so I want to say if she's in her late forties, early fifties now, I I want to say she was. <clears throat> Probably 24, 25. So Nina was 24, 25. I want to say that, I yeah. I want to say that. I do think that they are different ages. Because I, I do, I, yes. I, I think she's a little bit older than him. And I think with Darius's group, I think he is on the younger end. I think he's the baby of the group. Yes. I think he is the, the deep baby of the group that like they can kind of crowd around because he's the talent Mm -hmm. i think that wood is significantly older than him and is jealous of him because he's getting so much shine just by being a a, a awkward writer and he's actually putting an effort to talk to women i think that savon has taken him on as a little brother like you know kind of adopted him as a little brother yeah i think eddie being the um being the the proof to (laughs) rabbit in in eight mile like taking on that role as like okay i see this kid he has a lot of talent he comes around a lot you know it's gonna be a while before he gets on stage but when he gets on stage he kills it and then they just become friends because they have they have a a continued love for the craft for for poetry their their friendship is based on that so like you know much like sheila he brings people together too yeah darius yeah um so i want to say that darius is probably like 22, 23. <clears throat> well, you know what? I would put him in Hollywood at the same age. You would? I would. Okay. Because I'm thinking about it, and I was like, if Hollywood was any older, <clears throat> would he be driving around in that hearse? Probably not, but it sounds <laughs> it sounds like something an early 20-something would do and think 
is okay. <laughs> okay. A man of a certain age is just gonna be like, oh hell no, I could do better. I can see that only because he was like, hey yo, but it's a Cadillac. And it's like, no, nigga, it's a hearse. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like even even with some of their like SUVs, it just looks like a long pickup truck with a cover. It doesn't necessarily look like a SUV. Okay. If you know what I mean? Yeah. So like no matter how you dress it up, like you could pull up in a in a fucking ice cream truck that was tricked out and painted over, it's still a fucking ice cream truck, bro. Maybe, maybe, Darius and Hollywood were the close friends, which is why Hollywood was able to stay around. I actually, I actually could see that. Actually, I could see that. Yeah, because they love Darius so much, they put up with him. Oh, wait, you're putting Darius in where I put Hollywood in terms of their annoyance level. Like, you're saying that Darius is the one they have to tolerate. No, no, no. I'm saying Hollywood's the one they have to tolerate. But they only do that because they are cool with Darius. Okay, okay, okay. So, like, Darius is more or less his, like, invisible, like, um, like the barrier. It could have been, like, the whole Serenal thing. You know Sereno, that story? Sereno? Yeah, where you have this dude and he writes extremely well and his friend wants to get the attention of this girl so he pretends that he's Sereno and tries to woo her. They redid it on Disney Channel too. Is, is this English oh, literature or something? Literature? Yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, no, I never heard of it, but oh, man. it makes sense. But yeah, that whole concept. Hmm. English is lit, by the way. Okay. <laughs> oh my God! Don't ever... <laughs> hater. hater. <laughs> Don't do that again, please. You you've got to provide at least a three second warning before you do some shit like that. I did. I did. If y'all run it back, you'll you'll hear a little pause. <laughs> yeah, you were holding. You're like, it's time. Okay. <laughs> English is lit. <laughs> For shizzle. Like, you should have just thrown that in there, too. <laughs> but, um... The movie... You know how... You know I love how the movie starts? Because it, it starts and ends the same exact way. In a black and white lens. And it's almost yeah. like... It, it's hard for me to figure out whose movie this is. I realize it's Nina's movie. Not Darius. Okay. It starts with you know, just different black and white photos um, from Nina's lens. And these are people in full motion. So she's just, she has her phone in front of her face and, and letting people just play out. Like, you know how we can do it now where y- you can either be taking a picture or doing a video. Like you can't really tell. Yes. I With do. those cameras, those Nikons, they can only just take snapshots like a motherfucker. But she she's just holding everyone in this black and white filter in the whole opening montage. And I say to myself, that sounds like left or right, black or white, this or that. There's no gray area. There is either you're this to me or you're that to me. And this is the problem that she's had the entire film with people. And she will do whatever it takes. She will use any form of tests to figure out what you are to her. And she will act on it the moment you say what you are. Wait, hold up. So I want to just say that that wasn't her 
all the time, she was being influenced. Yes. They were both being influenced. By two people that were hurt by people. Her her person. Her friend. Josie. Josie did not have she hates a man in the men in the uh, movie. Because remember, she was just about to go with uh, Wood. Mm-hmm. And then she like, a hearse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so she don't have no man. Yeah. Think about it. Um, you deal with Josie, who quite literally has some sort of issue with men, according to their first conversation, where she's helping Nina pack up all of her belongings to leave Marvin's, right? She's down on men. And her advice to Nina is to go out there and just find something. And she was going to push her to Darius. She was going to push her to Eddie. She could have pushed her to Zavon. Anyone. These were all things that Josie was pushing her to do and encouraging her to do because she wasn't going to do anything. And Darius, on the other hand, was going to who other than Savan, who was having his own issues at home with his wife. And that guy is telling him about marriage and how it's not a good idea. But if you're looking for soulmates, you know, it's this and that. This is why Darius asked him, do you feel like you made a mistake in marriage? He didn't want to answer it at first, of course, but he indulged because he couldn't help it. Like he feels a way about marriage at this point. Right. And, you know, let's let's pause here for a second, because I think that sometimes people need to really consider the source, the source, the messenger, consider their relationship to whatever it is you are asking them about. Uh huh. So if you're asking about a relationship. And the person you are asking is fresh out of a toxic relationship. What the hell are they going to tell you? Yeah. Like, okay, there are exceptions because I know that some people are very self-aware and they will give you unbiased information. But for many people, you go and ask somebody relationship advice and they're feeling bitter about their relationship. They're going to give you some bitter-ass advice. Um, and what the old people used to say, misery loves company. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you really need to uh, think about who you ask. That's the hat. And that's important. That is the, the same hat. Way Missouri is the hat. When Nina went to Josie, like, okay, so this Khalil Kane dude, Whatever his character's name. Don't act like you don't know who it is, man. He's your archetype New York dude that you love so much, man. Up north, not necessarily New York. Oh God! But, but, but that's facts. Yeah, I know it's facts. That's that's facts. <laughs> <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like A fake Mano. Anyway, he doesn't like Mano though. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she went to Josie because she felt like she had a dilemma, like. I'm feeling Darius, but Khalil Kane came over here and he's talking about... My man's name is Marvin, dog. Oh, Do Marvin. we got to play Marvin's room in for the, you? In the movie, he is known as Marvin. <laughs> and, <laughs> and she's like, I'm feeling... 
I'm feeling Darius, but Marvin wants me to come with him here, and I really just have to know for sure. Now, full disclosure for those of you who don't know me personally, I am not a fan of the whole, like, I need closure to heal thing. I think mm. it's a crack of bowl. Mm. Um, but in this situation, because they were engaged, because they were on the edge of spending their lives together. Oh, boy. I actually feel like it's not so much closure. It's more so I need to be 100% sure because we were about to spend our lives together. And if I close this door, I'm probably not going to be able to open it again. You shouldn't. <laughs> like when when you're going for closure so that you like you're going in knowing that you want the two of you to reconcile. Mm-hmm. I think, OK, fine. That's not even closure. That's attempting to reconcile. So I, I'm perfectly fine with that. It's like when people say, you know, I want this chapter to be closed, but I need closure. I'm going to see them so I can get, you don't need closure. Nope. What you really want when you say that. I you want, want a reason. Yep. You want a reason to stay. That's, that's, that's what it is. Yep. You're not going there to be disappointed. You're going there for the for the off chance that things are actually different, and you can you could bid new buddy farewell. Right, because if I'm trying to end something with somebody, if I'm like, you know, I want to close this chapter in my life, I'm not going to see them. Right. The best way to be apart from somebody is to be apart. Mm-hmm. Why am I going to see you? Bingo. So when people say closure and then they talk about, I need to go and confront him face to face. No, no, the fuck you don't. What you're trying to do is go sit on his face to see if there's going to be a chance that y'all can get back together. (laughs) We get that thumbs up or the thumbs down. (laughs) Man, like, I'm sorry, but this whole thing with Nina going Mm. to New York, I'm just like. Because they were engaged, I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, that that makes sense. But other people pull a Nina for mm. for boyfriends that they know are toxic, and Nina knew that he was, you know, a little some way with her too. She did know that because she caught up the engagement in the first place. Mm. But the reason why I'm saying that what Nina did, I can understand because she legit's that she didn't know how she felt. She came out and said she didn't know. And then she told Josie, she said, I need to know or I need to make sure I'm not still in love with him. But here's the thing. There was a bias one way or the other. Her going was edging it no matter how she wanted it to look. Edging it to go back to him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's dating fake Mano. And then she finds me. We have an amazing time. We have no reason to argue, nothing like that. You know, we're really hitting it off. We're spending time together. She trusts me because based on who I've showed her in this sort of period of time, I'm trustworthy. I trust her because of what she showed me. And then she comes to me and says, well, we trust each other. I want you to know that, you know, my ex, he just, he was down here in town and I ran into him at, you know, Walgreens, we were both buying Plan B's, and he was like, "Listen, you know, I've been thinking about you, and I want you to come back, so we can we could try this again. I think I'm a different man." If she comes to me <clears throat> and says that she wants to 
see what that's about. It's because she is hoping that he can beat me. You think so? That listen, listen. That there doesn't need to be a deep dive here. She's going because she wants her old feelings and her new feelings to align. I feel like. Oh boy. Well, I mean, we we saw her talk to Josie and talk her way through it, but I still feel like. She would have chosen to tell him because she honestly didn't know. And let's say she chose him. She chose uh, Melvin. I feel like that prevents her from having to go back and tell Darius that things worked out between the two of them. Right. The last conversation you had was that you're trying or you're trying to see what your feelings are or whatever. Or you have unfinished business. Mm hmm. Right. And let's say she comes back. She doesn't have to have that awkward conversation anymore. Like Darius would be able to put two and two together and say, oh, she must have gotten back with old, old dude, whatever. Mm-hmm. Because let's keep it real. She was going for a few weeks. She had, a, I don't even want to call it an alibi, but she had a reason to be up there that was outside of Melvin. She could have just told Darius that she didn't have to tell him that she was going up there to handle unfinished business if she didn't want to. I feel like she was telling him too. Um, in addition to seeing how he would react, it's a way to not have to have an exact. Uh, what was that? That was my chair. Sorry. Oh my gosh. I'm <laughs> sorry to scare you. <laughs> yeah, but she wanted to have like a reason not to have that awkward conversation too. I just okay, but let's say okay. Let's let's roll with this. Let's roll with this. We're making good time on this film. Let's say this is this is factual. Let's say that she wanted to just, you know, put it out there generally, feel him out on his answer. If he doesn't give it much thought, if he if he tries to act like it's um if he's trying to play it off cool, then that means to her, like Josie said, okay, go ahead and do it and really put him to the test. And she goes and does that. You have to understand that she is looking at Marvin like, I love what we had. I hate what we've become. I met someone new and he's fun. If you can now show me that you're fun and be the man that you were from the past, I don't need this new nigga at all. Most men don't reappear in a woman's life unless he has changed the things that she he wanted she wanted him to change. Most men. Some men, they come with the same bullshit or even worse. But a lot of men, they come saying, okay, wow. All she wanted me to do was, you know, be more spontaneous. All she wanted me to do was buy her presents. I got money now. I can do that. I got time. I got vacation time now. I can do that. Okay. So that is one possibility. Right. I think another possibility is just that Nina could have been one of those people. Okay. Some people are wired to where you tell them, look, don't put your hand on the stove and she or else you're going to get burnt. Right? You tell some kids that and they're just like, oh no, I'm going to get burned. Let me not put my hand here. Then you have some kids who put their hand on it the first time and they're just like, oh my gosh. 
I can't believe I did that. Then you have other kids who are just like, will it really burn me if I put my hand there? (laughs) And they put their hand on there just to make sure what you said was factual. Then you have the kids who have heard that they're going to get burnt. They've felt it one Mm -hmm. time uh, themselves. Mm -hmm. But then down the line, they're just like, was it really that hot? Oh, God. And they got to go put their hand back. I think that's what she was doing with him, too. Like, she knew that that was a bad relationship because she's had better at this point. And she knows what she can get, what she has access to. My my word of the day. Right. And she's going back to be like, yeah, I'm making the right decision with Darius because this mm-hmm. is terrible. Okay. He won't even let me eat his toasted oats. Listen, listen, listen. The fact that she is so quick to end marriages over cereal is disgusting to me. Mm-hmm. I can only imagine what ended their relationship to begin with. And for him to end it, because I think he ended it the first time, right? I think I think Marvin ended it, and that's why she, like the movie starts with her in mourning. I thought that they alluded to the fact that he cheated because she said something about, like, like she didn't want to get hurt again and then um he said something like i made my mistakes or whatever but i'm sorry and just the way that she was responding to him it led me to think that he did something and she ended it over that i think the thing that he did was he left her i think the thing that he did was he they weren't married no they were married right they were engaged they were engaged i think he's the one that called it off See, I don't think so. I think that he cheated and he was trying. Because she kept saying, like, if you're trying to get me back. So, I don't even know. I think her I think her ego from, like, him breaking the, the, the engagement is what she... Like, honestly, like, because she didn't show any insecurities about dating Darius in terms of him talking to other women or anything like that. Yes, she did. Uh, about him talking to other women? Yes, that's the whole reason why, like... She she didn't hit him back up because she saw him with like no no when she came back but I meant the first time when they were first dating or when they were first dating yeah she didn't show those insecurities or anything like that not until whoever Lisa was Lisa oh Lisa Lisa was the chick that you know instead of him going to the train station the first time he was fucking with her that was like a, a climax point because then you start to see some of that and that's. I mean, that's another layer to why he probably cheated on her. And that was the thing that broke them up. Mm. Because something like that just like triggered her. Right. Well, like, oh, hell no, I'm not doing this again. (laughs) Um, But yeah, how do you how do you feel about the way they met? At Sanctuary, the name of their their uh, spoken poetry place. I thought it was a neat cute. Yeah. I mean, like, for example, do you, could you see a woman like herself going to the bar solo and ordering a drink for herself like that in 2022? People in 2022, I feel like, damn. All right, let me just go ahead and say it. 
Yeah. I feel like some of the girls now are super entitled and they would not be at the bar buying themselves drinks. They'd be mm. sitting there looking and waiting for somebody to buy a drink for them or expecting that because they're pretty, they're going to get a drink at the bar. Yeah. Sorry, ladies, but y'all, y'all know I'm not telling any lies. <laughs> oh, you ain't finna lie to them? You fin- you finna tell them the truth? And of course, you have the women who are just I I can do whatever I want no, for myself. No, you can't, Mamacita. I mean, some do, but most of the time they're still not going to the bar to order a drink. They're uh-uh. calling the waitress or a waiter over. I know I do. Nah, I don't. I don't see that. I I see it as. Some women feel like they can kind of supersede the the natural order of things. Uh, twos and threes think they can go into the club and, and walk out successfully. When there's a sea of Some sevens, eights, nines, and tens. You know what they have to do to do that? They have to leave before the lights come up. Way before. And they got to they gotta find the drunk man in there. And the, some of the men, too. Like, they can't turn those lights up because they're going to see the, the vegan... Or Beijing, as y'all like to call it. Hey, listen, but he can have all the Beijing he wants if he got, like, $20,000 worth of jewelry on. Yeah, and they can also wear, like, I love natural hair and everything in locks. I can't stand the wicks. The wicks? The Florida wicks. What's that? Where they look like um, Cynthia, Angelica's doll. Oh! I don't like them. And, listen, (laughs) you guys have... Every right to do whatever you want to do with your hair. <laughs> I. You talking you talking about like Kodak? Yeah, and it's not even. You know what? It's not even the hair by itself because I don't think the hair is bad. It's the hair paired with the grills. Nah, man. I hate. I hate certain Florida styles, but that one is at the top of my list. Don't be like that. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Don't, but this don't is the only place I really see it like that. Now your your eyes are just always open here. That could be it too. Uh huh. Uh huh. That could be it too. Speaking of eyes open, um, so at some point, Darius feels that his eyes were open to the type of woman that Nina is when she decides to go. Um, now mind you. Darius, he's supposedly the ladies' man trapped by this perpetual coolness of his presentation. His, you know, um, overly obvious use of poetry and his ability to string in different art and societal um, current events to explain his feeling or he's set He's trying to mood. make himself appear like a well-cultured man. Right, like a renaissance man, you know? But, and I think that's what Nina identified him as as well. Yeah, but like, there are real-life dudes like that. Yeah. And they have like a few lines that work on women that don't know things. They don't know the better. And they seem like the man because these lines work so well with those women. But if they actually try those things on their equal counterpart Mm -hmm. man oh man the jokes they would be the butt of every group chats jokes wow wow i believe it 
Like, you see this corny ass dude. <laughs> yeah, we send screenshots too. Oh, gosh. About dudes y'all like or dudes y'all don't like? Both. Wow, you see. All right, how about this? Tell your friends. Don't do any more of the friend of the of the guy you like, please. Why? Why? I don't think any guy likes guy likes they're gonna talk about them. I talked about Dewey. Okay. When we started talking. Yeah. And I said this dude seemed like the type to listen to NPR and do puzzles all day. And he was. Well, he doesn't do puzzles all day anymore. He still well, listens to he, NPR. He did. He did when you liked getting puzzles. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But he knows it. I told him that too. And um, just to say, like, Dewey does sound like he listens to NPR, but he also sounds like he's from a neighborhood that taught him how to rough somebody up at Mewi. So, what's well, that? <laughs> here's the thing, and and this kind of that kind of lends into my point. Dudes will do whatever it looks like we should be doing to, you know, get where we need to get to with a woman. So, Darius knew that she wanted to to seek this out, and she she wasn't she wasn't coming to him asking if she should. She was saying that she was going to. So of course he was going to say, "Oh, all right, have fun. Yeah, you know, we're just cool, right? Yeah." Her looking like. Oh, he really is okay with me going. Maybe I should go and act like, you know, act like I want this. I think she was just blindly taking Josie's advice. I think she, then I think she's an idiot. Well, yeah. Then, then I think she's a fucking idiot because she's taking advice from someone who's an idiot herself when it comes to men. And if you're if you're going back to the guy that hurts you, how do you know she's an idiot though, Josie? Yeah. If she advised her to do this, then she's an idiot. If 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 well, if if, yeah. if um, Nina fair. is doing this on her own, I already knew she was an idiot, but now she's a definitive idiot. No, that's fair. Like that was some bad advice. Yeah. Like don't test people. We say that about words. What was the the post a day or so ago about the dude that um. Some dude did something crazy. Um, damn. Not coming to me. Not coming to me. But it'll come to me at the wrong time. But basically accepted the idea that she should. Oh, yeah. The test. Uh, let, me, let me. I sent my girl $100 to see how she would say, you know, what she would say. Yes. And she got mad at me. For asking for $100, even though I had paid for the entire wedding, I, I planned it all, I did this, I did that, I even bought this, I even bought that. Like, she hasn't had to do anything but just say yes, and, you know, now she's asking me questions about what I'm going to do with my $100, you know, where is it going, uh, when are you going to pay me back, and all this other extra stuff that was, like, you know, legit extra. And he was like, you know what, thank you, thank you for that, um, I'm good. You can figure out your own way home type of thing. I feel it's so silly, though. Like, why are you testing people? Say what you mean and mean what you say and say it with your chest. Because you can say it and then they'll still play with you. And I get it now. But you're you're legit playing with them. You're giving them a false reality and Mm -hmm. they are reacting because you can't give them actual information. Why? Because you're lying. 
just like the well, other the other meme that that's on there with the um the husband and he's like use your two weeks of vacation yes so damn stupid why yeah you're first of all you're coming in and you're telling her that you lost your job, which is already stressful yeah. because people might feel insecure about that. Like, what's next? How are we going to survive? Blah, blah, blah. Already stressful. Then you come in and you lie about going to get money out of savings, a decision you made by yourself without your spouse. And you expect this person to not have a negative reaction to that. And if they do, that shows you, oh, she's not really down. No, you lied. I see your point. And in your perspective, you're not wrong. But. But. (laughs) The way I see it, and not that I would employ this tactic. Yes. If you. Nina got the advice. To pretty much. Against her friend's wishes, be honest and just tell them, listen. I'm going to go to New York. I don't know how long I'm going to be there. It's going to be based on what I feel, but I am going to close a chapter with my ex. If I don't come back or if you don't hear from me, it's it's because he got me. Darius agreed to that because the way he sees it, he's like, well, it's not like we're in a relationship. Technically, I can't stop you. Even if I feel bad about it, I cannot stop you. I like you. I know you like me. But now I know that you are hoping that he is closer to me right now. And if you're telling me right now that you're not going to contact me, if things are good with him, why the fuck am I waiting for that? I shouldn't. I can at least have an option to leave anyone I've replaced you with if you come if you come back correct then I can do that but I'm not going to sit here and wait for you and more than possibly not get you again oh see I'm not saying that he should have waited I'm just mm. you know I just don't like the fact that she based her actions off of that cuz because it kind of takes the responsibility of the choice off of herself and puts it onto him Okay. Mm. Like you went because you wanted to go, not because of how Darius reacted, but because you wanted to go. Because yeah. if you didn't want to go, then you would have not had to have that conversation in the first place. And something tells me no matter what the scenario would have been, she would have found a way down there. Because she said she needed to know. Yeah. So when when you got people that need to feel something, need to figure something out, leave them the fuck alone. Agree. I'm sorry, but there is nothing. We are built the same as humans where the few things that we need to figure out why we're here, where we came from, where we're going. When we figure those three things out, we will go on a tunnel vision type of exploration for those answers. Mm-hmm. You can't stop it. Listen, you know, I know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's love, whether it's exploration in space, whether it's, you know, understanding what humans are, like truly, like you're not ever going to be I able to stop to that. Even when it comes to our parents. Oh, oh, you're not my real dad. 
I've got to find him. Who do you have any information? No. Okay, I'm gonna find him. Right. So, I get it. Um, but she brings her raggedy ass back after an argument over cereal, because her hungry ass ate all the cereal that it was his favorite. Man. Nah, he should have bought more groceries before oh. she came over. Oh wow! Yeah. He, he yeah. invited yeah. her. Mm-hmm. You see how, like, you knew we were recording today and you had snacks and stuff. And you were like, do we need to stop for snacks? See? He didn't do that. See, okay. And this, can... is, and this is actually somebody that, who's going to be living there, that he's supposed to be with. And he didn't even go out and get snacks. Like, when I come down here, yeah. my planting chips yeah. are always waiting for me in the pantry. Yeah. When you put it that way, I get it. I get it. But I also think that she knew that he loved toasted oats. I don't know any nigga that likes toasted oats, but hey, this must be a fake Mano thing. He loves toasted oats. She, he literally opened the pantries and there was four other types of cereal. She knows not to touch the toasted oats by now. And she still did. She was sending a message. My thing is, if it was that big of a deal, and he was the only person living there mm-hmm. before Nina came yeah. to stay with him for a few weeks. Why the hell did he have the other boxes of cereal if he didn't eat them? No, what I'm saying is you're, you're, you're thinking about it like he just did some moderate shopping before she came. I'm thinking about it like they did a collaborative job shopping. She knew not to fuck with his toasted oats. She decided to anyways. And now he's heard about it because how many times Brandon. do you... Hold on. How many times... You what? What's your favorite cereal? Honey We're gonna judge oats. you. Honey bunches of oats. Yes. You for real? Yes. What is your date of birth? I don't want your age. What's your date of birth? Why I'm a Sagittarius? No, no, no. I don't care about zodiac. I asked you. <laughs> listen, ma'am. I asked you for your date of birth. You're trying to tell me some fucking Taurus. The thirty. The thirtieth. Of what? Your birth month. No. Okay. Of what year? You want me to put my my business out there? You're acting like the government is gonna come and like snatch you out of here. Uh, what's that? <laughs> is it, is it a leap year? That, five no, years ago? Like, is it two years after? You? I think it's two years after you. No, it's not two years after me. You were not two years younger than me. Okay, I'm two graduation years after you. So that's like seven years. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you again. Uh What is your favorite cereal? Honey bunches. Honey nut Cheerios. Okay, so. Honey bunches of oats. (laughs) With almonds. Yo, did you grow up in the coal mines or something? What the fuck is this? <laughs> That's legit my favorite cereal. That's legit like not in any of the Publixes down here. <laughs> you got to get those special orders to the Publix, yo. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's literally where I buy it. But yeah. You gotta get that in Jamaican lemon pepper sauce at the same place. Like you gotta like you gotta go to like fucking like the Korean store for that shit. I don't know. Anyways, how what is the tendency? It's just you living here, no kids. Mm -hmm. Would you get a box of that shit you eat and a box of Fruit Loops? 
you're trying to make the same point I'm trying to make. Which is why I'm saying he knew what boxes to get her and he got her those and he's looking around for his honey bunches of oat, toasted oats and he can't find them, but he finds four other boxes of cereal and it's because it's the shit that she likes and this guppy headed female decides to just eat his toasted oats. Nah, nah. Yes. Listen. There was other boxes in the pantry. You grew up in a black household, right? I did. I swear. Me too. <laughs> Growing up. Okay. Are we buying a whole bunch of different boxes of cereal unless... Just kids. Huh? Unless there's kids. No, unless your family actually eats different types of cereal. Like but yeah, that's what I'm variety. saying. That's what I'm now, saying. If you go to the... Okay. How like many, a nigga by himself boxes? is only going to buy one box of cereal. One. Nah, I think it's going to be like two. What? But this is my thing. If it's your favorite cereal, you're going to have your two boxes or whatever. If you know this person is not staying there full time, right? You know they're not staying there full time. Are you buying a whole bunch of different cereals? No, you're not. You're not buying a bunch of cereals no you're not <laughs> you're gonna buy one box for that person or whatever they want if it's something different but if she's eating this cereal and he typically eats this cereal like this is his favorite one and he doesn't have to buy a cereal for anybody else on a regular then why do you have the other ones it's because he likes the other cereals too and now he's just trying to pick something and, you know, have an argument with her or whatever, even though he can eat the other cereal that he bought, the little stale box of cereal that's probably been sitting there for like months. It's been sitting there because, listen, I had a chick he over here it. once that wanted some like vanilla almond fucking frosted flakes. That's another thing to consider. Maybe he bought that cereal for another girl and it's been sitting in his pantry all that time. It could have been. But and my she thing probably is thought like why the hell he got these boxes of cereal if he don't eat this cereal. Listen, my thing is that she knows him like he knows her and she knows that he loves toasted oats. Not to fuck with those because listen look at watch you see how it ruined his mood. He had a rough day his at work. It was already ruined, exactly. This nigga had a rough day at work and he was like, "Yeah, this is some fucked up shit." But I'm going home to eat some toasted oats, man. I'm gonna be alright, man. I'm, I'm gonna be here tomorrow, nigga. Like he literally went home. Some niggas go, they hit the liquor. Some niggas hit some wheat. This nigga went home to eat toasted oats, and she ate the last of it and threw the box away and didn't even like replenish it. What was wrong with his legs? His legs didn't know he was going to the store for some toasted oats. That's what it was. Okay, okay. You have some leftovers in the fridge from yours and Dewey's favorite spot. You come home. We about to go there tonight. Oh, look at you. <laughs> like, no. If you're ever in the South Florida area or Florida area, stop by Tijuana Flats. Oh, you're going there. Oh, yes. Yeah, it's it's Taco Tuesday for y'all, man. Look at y'all motherfuckers, man. Hey. But, hey. And I always have leftover flautas the next day. I don't know what a flauta is. But, anyways. um, <laughs> So... You get your little leftovers and you're like, damn, I didn't know I was going to get full off of one taco. I got about eight of them right now <laughs> in my little pack. I'm going to take it home. And then you wake up the next morning. You're like, man, I don't want no cereal, but I got them eight motherfucking flauters waiting for me. And you open your thing and it's completely gone empty. Don't tell me you won't feel hurt. 
hurt. Listen, hurt. I know, I know. I'm not. I'm not saying that what you're trying to get at isn't right. true. Right. I'm just saying for me, it's not true. I would probably be more upset that he put an empty container back in the fridge than the fact that my food is gone. Then you a and special is, woman. I know that though. <laughs> but no, honestly, I I personally would not feel a type of way about this specific person touching my food. What if it was someone else? Even that I really, really wanted. What if it was a motherfucking elf on the shelf that ate your flounces? <laughs> Okay, I don't, not him, just not him. Someone ate, else ate your fucking Tijuana flats that you, okay. you spent all night dreaming about. <laughs> and you woke up and you were like, you had drool like dried on your fucking mouth. And you woke up and you're like, I don't okay, want to brush my teeth. I want nice shit. I would be annoyed, okay. but I wouldn't be mad like him. And that's, that is my honest answer. Who was, ma- who, wait, who was mad like who? Because he was willing to get over it. He went to sleep. He woke up. And he was like, all right, where's my baby? Your baby put the fucking ring on your pinky finger. She was so hurt about being accused of eating the toasted oats. She left a marriage that. again. It wasn't that. She was annoyed because she took herself back to New York. Her raggedy ass. No, you have to okay. say it right. She took she her took ragged her ass, raggedy ass right, right, right. back to New York uh-huh. to be with this dude. And then she realized, why the hell am I here? You're here because you ate my fucking toasted oats. <laughs> you ever been in a relationship? I'm sorry, not a relationship. You ever get into an argument with somebody that you didn't have a relationship with? And All then, the time. And then you just have this moment of clarity. Why the hell am I arguing with? Like, I'm not with you. I'm 93% with you. of the time, yes. 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 That's, that was that moment for her. That was that moment for me. Shit, I'm triggered now. Yes. Watching the movie, like... There's that only like two women in my life that could actually have that relate that that argument with me, and it mean like okay, this is where we are. Like we supposed to be arguing like this. Ninety eight percent of the time, I'm literally looking at these long text messages, or I'm listening to this loud, you know, speaker on the phone, or I'm seeing it in person. I'm like, but we don't go together. <laughs> I had that moment too. I remember I was, we don't. I was so angry, I was crying in Ikea's <laughs> parking lot. And Ikea is my happy place. So if I'm crying at Ikea, that's a that's a problem. <laughs> that means they didn't have the hot dogs out in time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, it's a problem. And I'm sitting there in this car crying. And then I just look up. And I'm just like, I'm at Ikea and I'm crying in Ikea's parking lot. This ain't even my man. What am I doing? Exactly. I, him, I was like, we're not in a relationship. We don't even have to have this conversation. Bye. Exactly. Exactly. I have been in that in those shoes so many times. And I'm scared about why. Maybe I'm too nice. Maybe I think that, you know, <clears throat> people have a certain level of sense. I guess not. And if that's what she went through, then more power to her. But I doubt it. I doubt it. I think that... Listen, Nina knows how to play men. She does. Darius picked up on it. Because he was surprised that she didn't have a problem with him spending the night and making omelets on her pots and pans and and, and fucking using up her eggs and 
using her cheese and shit, going up in her fridge. I would never go in someone's fridge. I, I I'm I was the other day my son opened the fridge. I said, "Hold up, nigga." <laughs> oh my gosh. You, wait, wait, hold up. I I know you know where the juice boxes are, but uh it's daddy's fridge, all right? <laughs> like you got to ask to get in this fridge, right? So like I get it. Like I can't I've never been that guy to like wake up from sex early and then go cook in a chick's house and bring it to her. Yeah. I'm always like you use those plates. You know, like I would get the nice shit, like, you know, not even thinking about it. Like And then the other thing too is like a lot of women are really organized, especially when it comes to groceries and stuff. Yeah. You got your meal planning. Okay. And maybe you buy the groceries to fit your budget for that week or whatever. You ration everything out in your head. This dude come in here making an omelet with four eggs. <laughs> You're supposed to use these eggs for the rest of the week. I'd be like, uh, excuse me, sir. Yeah. I didn't even plan on feeding you. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, <laughs> so just imagine, imagine, you know, her coming to that realization about the love of her life failing her yet again, her coming home and expecting him to be sitting exactly where he, she left him. Like, oh my God, I saw him leaving the bookstore with a woman. Oh, I'm hurt. You've spent how however long with your ex. Yeah. Yeah. And if she, you know, she got offended by that. She's um, weak. But I don't think she should have expected him to wait around because that was supposed to be like a few weeks or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And you tell somebody that you haven't finished business with somebody and you're going to check it out, even though we've been having this amazing time, if that's not enough to keep you here in the first place, then I'm not going to feel like I have a chance. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, and I know that's what you were saying before, but it's like, do I really have a chance? Yeah. Like, this dude has to have it going through his head. Like, you have to understand that his one thing, he has an an adept way of of expressing his vulnerability in a way where it's smooth, it's poetic. Mm -hmm. He can draw, he can can deflect any attention to his vulnerability to something he can craft on the spot. He is an improv, uh, an improv king. Like, he can just come up with it. So even when he's talking to Savan, about also oh, is this your girl? Nah, man, it ain't my girl. You know, that's you know, she's she was the perfect setting for a vulnerable moment. Nigga, what? <laughs> Nigga, what the fuck was that? Nigga, is this, is this your bitch or not? Like, what the fuck? Like, stop, <laughs> stop the bullshit. Like, come on. Like, I, I get it. You you like poetry, dog, but you don't have to spin it every time you say something. But he he needs to get the attention off of his ego. He needs to get the attention off of his heart because they're both very fragile. And he keeps them fragile. He keeps them in a glass case because he calls on both of them quite often for his creativity. But he can't protect them from relationships, which is why he had that conversation when they woke up that morning when he was making her omelets. And he you had to understand, like, when he explained to Savan that he made her breakfast and he was like, oh, you made her breakfast, nigga? Like, you have to understand it. This nigga woke up and he probably sat awake for like 
10, 15 minutes. It's like, yo, last night was amazing. Um, I think, I think I want to, I think I want to make omelets. I think, I think I want to cook for, oh, I feel so, so joyous. Like nigga, this nigga, I had to like really think about it. And he went down there and he, you have to understand when you're going in someone else's kitchen, you got to look for shit. Right. Unless it's like really laid out. Right. This nigga look for the bowl to whip the eggs quietly. Look for the whisk. Look for the salt, the pepper. He looked for the cheese. He looked for the this. He looked for that. In her fridge, behind her takeout leftovers. Man. Because any any chick, almost any chick would have been cool with like, yo, just want the leftovers. Even for breakfast. We go to PF Chains or your macaroni grill where you, where you, and, you and your man go or wherever vegetarian spot or wherever Tijuana Flats. I'm, I'm sure you wake up at eight or nine in the morning and be like, I still want them flautas. Yeah, sometimes it's like that. Yeah. Sometimes it's like that. Especially a drunk night because they were drunk. But I think now, though, that same thing would have happened and then they would have woke up and gone to brunch. <laughs> yo, First Watch is a lifesaver nowadays, yo. First, I love First Watch. I just got turned on to that place. And you still haven't tried their grits. Fuck no. Brandy. I be getting their um, I be getting their um, their hash bowls with the avocado and the bacon bits and. Can the, you please and... just like? Try no, 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 I can't ever not for one nothing no. But they don't taste the same. They They're don't taste mushy. like shit to me because I ain't gonna eat it. I promise you that. Just try the no, cheese no, no, grits no, no, at no. first. Watch, you have to understand please. my ancestors, okay? They'll be like, "Oh shit, Brandon, you know fucked up." Say something slick. Go ahead. I was just going to say the ancestors would never tell you not to eat grits. Listen, Brandon, we're up here. Slavery was some bullshit. You don't need grits. Don't eat them. Copied. That's it. I understood. I understood it. I understood the hole that it had on you. You watched Black Panther. You remember when he went to the astral plane and he talked to all his ancestors? I talked to them. Half of them are up there because of grits. They said, Brandon, don't listen. <laughs> you don't need that shit, bro. Got you. And I came back into my body and I've been trying to wake y'all up. His side of the Johnson family tree did not use seasoning or something because <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Listen, I, I know like four people on the Johnson family side. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> I know like four people, okay? Um but <laughs> listen, yeah, grits, grits is bullshit. Grits is, is slave food. Um No, like back in the day I would have loved wake up in the morning to some grits. Okay, let me ask you that question. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. This is what I want to hit you with. You remember the first episode of Moesha? Mm-hmm. And she woke up because she smelled I don't remember. Was it grits? It was bacon. bacon. Well, she was making bacon, I think. Uh, Mm -hmm. D. You know, she was making breakfast. It wasn't grits. The smell of grits is not strong. It can't even wake you up. What? So tell us how you put sugar in your grits then. I don't put sugar in Yeah, you do. You obviously do if you can smell it from your sleep. You cannot smell grits. grits. Butter, the oh way that butter God. smells, hitting grits. Yes, my God, you can. my God. Jesus. Grits have a smell. 
Because you, grits are made out of corn. You smell that like that fucking sewage smell like you in New Orleans or something like that. You like, oh, baby. <laughs> Who down there cooking that, Wody? <laughs> it smells like that raw sewage that, that flows through fucking Saint. Oh, not Saint, but uh, New Orleans. Um, down in uh, Bourbon Street. All that trash. They got to like flush down the sewage pipes. Grits do not stink. You've been in first. It's lodge, like chitlins, and I'm pretty sure I haven't other been in first. No, no, have... I, I didn't start going to first watch until after COVID, so I don't know what the hell I'm smelling. Oh man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, the first day I had COVID, I was on this damn podcast with you. I should have made you eat grits then. You would never get me to honestly. Like honestly, you could blindfold me and cut off my thumbs, and I'll be like, "Is this grits?" <laughs> <laughs> Use it to cauterize my thumbs, and that's it. <laughs> Seal my thumbs off and get me the fuck out of here. I'm not eating this shit. Oh my god! I'd rather eat Elmer's glue. Oh my gosh! No. Oh, did you hear about that woman? She used the gorilla tape to wax with, and she ripped one of her lips off. It just came off like this. I was about to say good, <laughs> but that's not that's not uh, nice. No, that is good because we have idiots walking around doing stupid shit like this. You put wax on your vzzz and then you put gorilla tape on your vzzz and you ripped it off? Somewhere there's a per- like sometimes when I'm talking to you, I feel like we are the little angel and demon on somebody's shoulders. <laughs> I just never see the person. <laughs> Because I was trying to be good and nice. And then you say all the stuff that I like censored myself to not say. <laughs> sort of. You know, and you, the, you did a little extra, but. But the crazy thing is you've never seen any situation where a woman had one lip. And there is a woman walking around here right now. She has one struggle lip because she put Gorilla Tape <laughs> on the other one. And it's like. Oh, my gosh. It, it's It's almost like. It has to be like a goat hoof or something. Like, it's just completely uneven. that's what it looks like on the tape. I haven't seen goats in a while, but probably like a sloth claw or something. Yeah. Okay. A sloth claw. The vagina is protected by one haphazard lip. Unless it says gorilla snot. Gorilla snot. Wait, hold on. What? There's a hair gel called... Gorilla snot? No, no, no. She, she. No, thought, I know. Oh, oh, okay. But I'm saying, unless it says gorilla snot on it, please assume that it is glue. <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah. No. No. This chick. This chick. I can see her fully like screaming at like suicide praise to Allah and then just ripping that tape and just whoosh, the whole fro gone, the whole lip gone too. The lip is gone. See, no. The pussy gonna be lisping. <laughs> I so wish, I so wish that joke would have just flown over my head. But you talking about Kai? What you talking? What you saying? Huh? You fucking can't say, huh? Oh my gosh! No. Oh man. <laughs> but that's something that's something that Nina would do. 
That's something Nina would do. If Josie told her to do that shit, she would do it. Wax like that. Why are we? Mm. No, no. We got to think about it all. She had her hard nipples out. We got to think about it. No. No, She had, because she put, listen, I didn't even know Nia Long had her nipples out on this damn film. No, I didn't know that either. I knew that she had like the thin shirt on in the beginning of the movie. And the thin nighty. Oh my God. I did not know that she had them like. No. Yeah. (laughs) They were out. They look like sorry pieces, like Hershey Kisses. <clears throat> yeah, her nipples. I was about to go around the whole board. Sorry. The whole time. It's all I cared about. I was so proud of her. Because we, we had this conversation. No, nah, no, nah, don't hold it in. We had this conversation. <laughs> we, had, we had this conversation about Angela Bassett not showing the goods. And it's because her husband was a hater. But Nia Long, she, she's been protected for a long time, too. We, we've never seen... Uh, we still haven't seen her, her, her thin-ass buttocks. No, they're, they're thin. They're Pringles thin. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. 90s were a crazy place to be. She got a little Frito booty, you know, like... The, it's just like... It's like a sled, like a... When you think of how many, like, now, I guess, A-list black Hollywood people, like, how much of their naked bodies we've seen? Oh, yeah, we've never seen, like, really, we've never seen Gabrielle Union or Sanaa Lathan. We've seen her thumbs, but that was, that was more than enough. But, like, we, we haven't really seen, yeah, Halle Berry was the first one to show her titties in Swordfish. I think we saw part of Tyra Banks. Oh, no, no. We saw her licking nipples. That's oh, what yeah, we, we saw. saw. We <laughs> We've seen Omar Epps' nipples. Nipples. <laughs> I'm getting tongue-tied over here. So we've seen his nipples more times than we would care to. Um, we saw Regina Hall in, in lingerie. What? In lingerie. In Best Man. Oh, yeah. Oh, Jesus. We have seen... Regina Hall... Let me... I'm going to say this, and this is going to be very controversial. Uh-oh. <laughs> Regina Hall and... <laughs> You're gesturing. And no I'm gesturing. And from Empire and Baby Boy... Uh, oh, Taraji. Taraji. They weren't supposed to make it this far. Stop it. Fix your face. They were not supposed to make it this far. Stop. Stop it. Stop. The baby boy role was never meant to lead an actor eventually into an Academy Award. You know that. Okay. And I think I am going to be a little bit biased here because I did read Taraji's uh, memoir. Okay. I do think that Because I don't know if he wrote it with, like, Taraji in mind. I don't know that. Right. But usually for those types of movies, the women that we see in those roles, no, they do not get the amount of success that Taraji has actually seen. Right. So I agree with that. I do think Taraji is talented, though. I think she's talented, Um, and I think she works her ass off, and she'll take any role to build her way up. I think she is one of those actresses that built her way up. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, and you. But see then you her... see someone like Tiffany Haddish, who's been given it because a couple of people call her funny. She's not really funny, 
and she's exposing herself. But I think that now, like Tiffany Haddish now, I think she deserves the roles that she's getting. She's got now, a role with fucking Seth Rogen for good times. We're not talking about that. What? I don't know that it's like 100% factual. What are you talking about then? Um, she has a role in the Disney Haunted Mansion remake. And I know this because Haunted Mansion is my absolute favorite ride at Disney World, guys. And I think that the original movie with Eddie Murphy did not do that movie, uh, did not do the story of the ride any justice. And this is me nerding out a little bit. I will admit. Nerd out. But yeah, like that movie did not do the story of the actual ride any justice. So I'm happy that they're getting another chance to do it right. Okay. Um... And she's also doing Flojo, my favorite athlete, when I was a kid. Yeah, I thought that was I thought I thought it was either pushed back or canceled. You thought it was pushed back? Is it? Um, as far as I know, she's been training and filming because they said like she was uh training with what's his name? Not Usain Bolt. Flojo's husband. Oh, I can't oh, think oh. of his name. Yeah, I can't think of his name. Let me see if I can help you. I'm him. sorry. I remember her sister-in-law's name. Al Joyner. Yes, Al Joyner. Um, okay. I mean, if she sl- if she blows that out the park, cool. I do think it's early for her to blow anything out the park. Because I think that the best route for comedians is to have a, at least two hit comedic approaches. Mm-hmm. And then do a serious one. If you blow your load too early and do a serious one, you're not really known for your range. But, I mean, she did do a serious role already. Which one? It wasn't a movie. It was like um, the miniseries Self-Made about Madam C.J. Walker. She did that. I mean, anything can count as a resume now. What we're doing here is a big resume. So, if you're saying that and you you believed her role, then I can say that. But what I'm saying is like, Let's say Jamie Foxx did Booty Call, and then the very next thing he did was Ray Charles. You can't also say that he has that comedic range that can go into a more dramatic approach because he's been, it's just one, two. Mm-hmm. But if he did Booty Call, and if he did Def Comedy Jam, and if he did this, and if he did that, and he was a funny guy, and the funny guy, and the funny guy, and then he slowly progressed. He did that movie Stealth. I love so much. He did that movie with uh, Colin Farrell, I want to say. Mm-hmm. Um, about him being a thief and listen, something like that. He did Ali as a like a co-star. He did this. He did that. And then he got his Ray. Here is the cheat code that Tiffany Haddish had. And I know this because I read her autobiography too. Okay. A lot of seasoned comedians already have respect for her because they saw her from when she was a teenager working at, like, comedy camp. They met her when she was really young. Right. And then she's been working on TV shows for many years. Yes. So she's already gotten their respect, and it's kind of like she's already paid her dues, even though the public hasn't seen that. She's already paid her dues in comedy. So now she's ready to move on to something else. But here's the thing. Comedy is still a nuanced subsection of Hollywood where you can have any any average American can name probably at best 10 male and female together 
comedians active right now. And when you have when you have someone that a comedian can see has been going up through the ranks, it's invisible to us. Yeah. Because comedy we only get one comedy advertisement a year that'll probably usually be a Kevin Hart stand up or maybe a Cat Williams stand up. It won't ever be more than one. Last year it was Dave Chappelle. Yeah. This year it would have to be Chris Rock. This year well, it'll yeah, be Chris it's, Rock. It's Chris Rock, but it's also uh Jared Carmichael. Okay. Yeah. You know, and now they've finally made it so that like a one woman and one man can do it in one year. Remember that year when uh it was Hannibal Burst? <laughs> that was a and bad it changed, year. It changed the whole world. <laughs> that was a bad fucking year. Oh, because I remember Jamie Foxx's I Might Need Security and I was like, yo. I hated the Jamie Foxx show. I hated the Jamie Foxx. <laughs> but that comedy, I, I watched it by accident. I had it on DVD. And me and my homeboy next door, his name is Chris, we watched that relentlessly and laughed the same way every single time. That nigga was funny. And from then on, everything he did was magic to me. Yeah. If it wasn't for that stand-up, you can get Jamie Foxx and his singing career the fuck out of here. For real. And I love Jamie Foxx. Is that the one where he was wearing the blue shirt? Or it's a different one? Blue shirt. Oh, yeah. I love that. The one where he went to Africa and the one you was talking about, like, America. Like, all that shit. Amazing shit. So, okay. I just... to To kind of circle it back, I just kind of feel like Certain people are meant for a certain trajectory. Like, Michael B. Jordan wasn't meant to be in this position, but he bulked up and he got here. He let go of it for some reason. I think it's love. If he'd have kept going on the, at the same pace that he's been going since Creed, Snickers should have been legit Denzel now. I wouldn't put him up there. Like... Why? Why wouldn't you? People, people act like Denzel did some astronomical shit. But I feel like the person who was close to being on Denzel level passed away. Who? I think it was Chadwick Boseman who was like on that path, but he passed. You know what? (laughs) I don't think it was Michael B. Jordan. My nigga. You know what? It's rare. I got to give you some fucking props for that. Because I it's, never thought of that. It's rare. <laughs> I never... No, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I, 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 I legit never, ever thought of that. I never thought of that. I like that approach. I like that thought. I never fucking thought of that. Man, that messed me up when he passed. Because I felt that like... That fucked me up. I felt like that was the path that he was on. Where that he fucked me up. Where he would be recognized on that level. Yeah. And... I don't want to say like I'm the only one because I know I'm not. But but now we have to give him Aaliyah praise. Oh no 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 no! I think he earned he earned everything that he's received. And this is a deep dive because I know people gonna come for me with what I just said. It's all tie. It's all tie. It's all tie. (laughs) But not. It was like I watched him from when he was on Lincoln Heights, and anybody else who was watching Lincoln Heights when it was coming on like new episodes. This is 06, 07, freshman year college. Lincoln Heights comes out, and then uh, Chadwick Boseman is on that show. And 
he's just doing like an amazing that's the first thing i ever remember seeing him in and since then to see him get bigger roles and bigger roles and bigger roles and then at first like at one point i did say to myself like he's gonna be the next denzel in the sense that he's doing a lot of biographies yeah um and then he got black panther and i was super excited and before the black panther like once I he, mean, he was doing that. He had that one-two punch with the biopics that were like hits. Like yeah, and you remember like before Black Panther the movie came out, he was Black Panther in the Marvel movie in Civil. Yeah, and that's why the the only thing that ever stood out to me, because he was only forty three, the only thing that ever stood out to me in terms of the way Marvel Studios does their their works, man, was it always a plan? To have a Black Panther movie, yes or fucking no. Because I feel like they 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 kind of put Iron Man out there. They they took a big hit with Captain America because people don't really give a fuck about Captain America. We like gadgets. We like new age. We like modern futuristic tech in our fucking movies. This is why Batman is cool. This is why Iron Man is cool. We didn't want to watch a fucking 1910 story of fucking Captain America. Sorry. To this day, and you know how much I love Marvel. If you don't, now you know. <laughs> I still have not watched Captain America fucking one. Yes, I said it. I said it. I've not watched it. Now, I grew up watching the comics. I have a ton of the comics. I even have the Infinity War that the movie was loosely based on. It didn't go that way. Because Thanos fucking decapitated uh tony like he was opening a fucking pickle jar but anyways because iron man wasn't really a big fucking we made him big in the mcu he wasn't really big in the comics he was just a nigga in an iron suit yeah he was smart and he eventually became one of the biggest minds but that's because they had something there but in the 70s and 80s it's motherfucking iron man let's hope he doesn't overheat shit fuck out of here I'm telling you, I, they're, Marvel shot with their first movie. It wasn't Iron Man. It was Blade. Blade was a fucking hit. It had a trilogy. I went to go see that in the theaters with my parents. Yes. Blade had a fucking trilogy. And of course, they're going to try to, they're going to bring Blade back into the MCU now. But I would have loved for, Wesley Snipes to have that fucking he can still play well I saw him recently he looks kind of old yeah. he yeah. looks old to me like, yeah he's looked one age for many for, years good for his age but still yeah that, not the Wesley Snipes we remember from childhood right I, I mean I, I he probably still has the moves but he can't he can't really kick no vampire with that no, shit you know not believable Mm-mm. and Blade I think it was kicking the shit out of them, van- <laughs> them motherfucking vampires, yo. They were getting they were getting their heads knocked off with his kicks. But anyways, what I'm saying is that um, if it was really part of their plan to put that all together, how ingenious are they? They knew that we would love this shit. We would yeah. take it in our village. We would take it in our our personality and, and just go for him. I don't think it was part of their... I don't think it was part of their plan. I think they just knew, yo, we got a lot of black people that like this Black Panther guy. We have to find a way to annex the story to to fit him in. 
I think that before they even started making films, somebody probably had the idea like, we can make all of these films with all these comics. Let's make a, what is it called? I haven't been a teacher for a few months. I don't know. You're getting there. You're getting there. But like, let's make a, a brainstorm of okay. all of the yes. possible things that we can do. Right. When would be the best time to roll this out? They had, they released Shang-Chi for the Asian Americans. They released, oh, well, this one that's coming in in um in Doctor Strange next week. She's a, a Latin American, America Chavez. She's a big character that not many people know from Latin background. They did, um, they did the Muslim girl. Uh, they're going to do the Marvels and they're going to have the first Muslim American superhero. Yes, part of this is about diversifying the crowd and bringing everyone together. What's the only other thing around that brings everyone together? Disney? Hmm. Exactly. It's all connected. They find a way to do these things. They find a way to do these things. Okay. And and they make it so, um, you know, there is no separation. We're all in this together. That is dope. But it's also like some of us are going to look at some of these stories and be like, eh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about this one. You know, going back to having the idea of having just like you're a black, owned, like, you know, you want to tell black stories and you got your own set of black. You got your act, your black actors and this and that. Y'all roll together. And you have a nail clipper. Yeah, sure. I know this is so. Yeah, sure. My bad. You guys. <laughs> no, I broke my nail and it's like really painful. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah. It's like urgent. Just leave it on the desk for DNA analysis. Never that. Oh, got it. Thank you. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's it's almost like um they know what they have to do to get the crowds. Everything they're doing is like, it's more or less, um, I look at it as they're, they're taking information analysis from us, especially from black people. We are built to consume socially. We're built to consume. We, you could put us in China and there'll be black Chinas, black Chinamans. They'll be black Chinese. They'll be, they'll be, you know. You know what I picture when you said that. <laughs> what did you picture? He said they'll be black Chinese. Oh, black Chinese? <laughs> there'll be a bunch of black Chinese, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> we can go anywhere, though. We can literally, we can literally go anywhere start from any level and and be something great. This is the last place on earth that we should have been able to thrive. And we got a podcast. Wow. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. If you ever really think about it, like we don't just have a podcast either. It's kind of like a network. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And you know, I was watching Love Jones. I was just thinking like they're thinking too small. Huh? They're thinking too small. No, I was oh. thinking like I'm the Sheila of our friend group. 
wait, don't look at me like that. Or don't side-eye me. I'm trying to think about what you're saying. Hold on. Uh, I mean, just because it's three niggas and one chick, nah. Man. Nah. No, because all three of y'all are petty. And somebody. Uh, wait, hold on. You think I'm petty? Brandon, yes. Wait, hold on. Stop, for real. You think I'm petty? Brandon, yes. How am I petty? Oh. I'm not petty. I just don't put up with bullshit. I think that's what we all say. Listen. The only time I act against somebody is if they truly deserve it. That's not... That can never be considered pettiness. I only act out against bad people. So that's how we're going to describe it. Yes. If you do something wrong and I catch you, I'm going to get you. That's that. That's what that is. But when it comes to like... When I think of petty actions, it's like the... The consequence of what you do to them and the avoidance of not doing anything to them is the same exact. Mm. Yeah. So if I act against someone, it's because they their actions truly suggest that I should step in. I am an agent of chaos. So. But I feel like I'm nice to you. I didn't do shit to you. What you what I do to you? Mm hmm. What 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 have I done to you other than beat your ass in Monopoly? <laughs> that has never happened, guys. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you tripping. Listen. I'm that I'm 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 that nigga. I don't know who we haven't even talked about anyone that could talk that I could even compare this to, but I'm that nigga. Well, you can come over, we can have a game night. So I can beat you in Monopoly and serve you carrots with no ranch. Oh, like, like that like chick. <laughs> She's nasty. She's nasty. And they probably weren't even washed carrots. All right. So that's another episode. And we're done. I mean, uh, yeah. Disappointing uh, show of love from uh, Love Jones. But uh, I know we'll find the real love somewhere. So. It is what it is. Till next time, y'all. All right, couch potatoes, that's the end of our episode. Join us next time when we warn something else. Until then, later.